do you have a true story you want to see on this uh, channel somewhere in one of these video thingies that I do? Go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. And of course, thank you. The first thing I do in the morning is take my dog out for a walk. We usually go early as we don't have encounters with bigger dogs that way. I have a beagle, so he barks at everything not realizing his size. Anyways, I live on a second floor, and when we come back, I take the harness off my dog and let him run upstairs by himself. When he reaches the door, he impatiently scratches at it, and no one ever gets the door. And this happened last year, early March, I think. I did my usual routine, and when we reached the stairs, I heard voices of people leaving the flat above mine. This is an open-stared building, and you know how each door has a special sound when opening and closing? Well, that's how I knew it was the flat above mine. The voices were like those of people leaving from a party, joyous, enthusiastic, and it was seven in the morning. So, I stopped at the stairs, pondering whether to let my dog off harness to run upstairs, to run after him and try to reach the door before they got to my floor, or just wait at the bottom of the stairs for them to leave. My dog knows that he has to stay put at the third step for me to take off his harness, and as he's waiting, I decided to go on as always and just apologize later. All this while hearing their footsteps going down. By the time I got to the first floor, and there were no people, and no more footsteps either, I came to the conclusion that they saw my dog and decided to wait until he was inside. But there was no scratching either. So, I hurried and to my surprise... When I reached the last stairwell and had a clear view of my door, there was no dog. A couple of times, he's mistaken our door and kept on going upstairs. I thought this was what happened, but there were no people standing there waiting to go down. I panicked for a second because, from my point of view, the door looked completely shut. Only, when I stood right in front of it... I saw it was open at a 45 degree angle. But how could the angle affect my perspective so bad? I remember touching the glass and, honest to God, believing the dog had gone through. I was so freaked out, but I still thought that there was an explanation. My mother was sleeping in the living room at the time because she had a bad fall and injured her knee. It was still early days, so she couldn't move without crutches, which I used to hand her after I came back from the walk. Even so, I asked her if she had opened the door for the dog, who was standing in the middle of the living room, wildly wagging his tail at me. He usually goes about sniffing around when we come back. She didn't hear me well, so I walked to her spot and asked her again. She gave me this confused look and said that when she didn't hear the dog scratching at the door, she thought I was right behind him and said something like, That was fast. But when I didn't reply, 
She thought something bad happened on the walk and that I was mad. I explained the whole situation, and she said I probably didn't close the door all the way, but I have this obsession with double-checking everything is closed or turned off correctly, so I knew for a fact the door was completely closed. The door has a handle on it, and every time I go out, I lean all my weight towards the steps holding the handle to make sure it's properly closed, and my dog always waits to hear this sound to take off running downstairs. It's a pretty loud sound, too. Also, the door needs a big push to open or close because it has this thing at the bottom that gets stuck. My mom brushed it off almost immediately, but... It's something I keep thinking of, because I still don't get it. The vanishing voices and the footsteps, my dog not being there, the door looking shut only to be open a second later. I have no idea what happened that day. Let me give a little backstory. I'm a 10th grade student, and I have a little brother who goes to a different school. Both of my parents were working at the time. My mom quit her job recently due to mobbing. This happened a few months ago. Also, I had online school fully this year, save for a week when I went to take exams in person. My brother went in person a few more times than me. I don't know. That's just what was mandated. Now, on to what happened. The reason I pointed out that my brother goes to a different school is because while I use the school bus, he gets picked up by my dad, and that week was pretty much always arriving home first, and it was Thursday at this point. I can know whether I arrived first or not the moment I slip the key in the lock, because the last person to leave in the morning locks the door, and the first person to arrive unlocks it. You still have to use the key when it's unlocked, but you only twist it once. It was unlocked. Thinking one of my parents arrived before me, I said, I'm home, but got no response. So I assumed that someone just forgot to lock it in the morning, and I went to my room to change. Then I sat down in the living room and got on my phone. And that's when I heard a drawer being opened in the kitchen. My mom oftentimes comes home with groceries and puts them in the drawers first thing when she comes inside. So, again, I assumed that the door opened and I just didn't hear it. I lightly shouted, Hey, Mom! Well, the equivalent of that in my language. From the couch, I swear she said, Hey, honey! Or something back. It was around 5pm, so the sun was setting, and around that time you can see people in the kitchen's shadow on the corridor wall from our living room. She had a shadow, and it moved. So, I just went back to watching my video. So, imagine my surprise when a few minutes later, I heard the door opening. I got up to greet my dad and brother, and was met with none other than my mom, groceries in hand. A little uneasy, I asked her if she went down to the car to get some things. She said she just came home. I asked her again more directly, and 
I told her that I just greeted her a few minutes ago. She just laughed at me, and I think she thought I was joking or something trying to scare her. It's kind of been on my mind ever since. Now, one possible explanation is that I was stressed from the exams, but they really weren't that hard, and though I studied a lot, I felt pretty good the whole day. So in the end, I'm very puzzled. I've posted here once before, but I've only ever had one other glitch-type experience in my life that a lot of the recent stories reminded me of. So, I decided to share my experience as well. This happened about two years ago. I work in an elementary school, and my classroom is across from the main entrance. On my break... I had to use the restroom, which requires me to walk down a very long hall all the way to the end to get to it. Across from the bathroom is my favorite kindergarten class. So, as I was leaving the bathroom, I heard the kindergarten kids across the hall performing some songs, and I was trying to casually peek in and catch a glimpse of the adorableness. The teacher was standing in the classroom doorway with her back to me, but she turned, saw me, and said hello. I felt semi-awkward about her catching me creeping on the class, so to make it feel less weird, I quickly said, Hey, I love your dress, and hurried on my way back down the hall. <laughs> I only had about a minute before my class returned, so I walked very quickly down the long hall to my room. As I'm about to enter my room, I hear the main entrance door behind me buzz open, and someone said, Hey, insert my name here. I began saying hello back and turn around to see the exact same kindergarten teacher that I just spoke with walking into the building. She had a winter coat on, and she unzipped it to reveal the exact same dress that I had just complimented. I froze mid-hello, and definitely looked incredibly confused. There is no way that she could have gotten there so quickly. She didn't walk down the hall with me. The only other exit would have been an emergency exit on her end of the building. But that would mean the second I walked by, she threw on a jacket, left through an emergency exit, and ran quickly to the main doors just to re-enter and say hello which just has zero reasoning or logic behind it. Not to mention, this would also have required her to leave her full class of five-year-olds to fend for themselves while she did this. <laughs> I've worked here for years, and I know who occupies every single classroom, and I know every single teacher personally, so it's not like I just mistook which room I saw slash who I saw, I so badly wanted to run back down the hall and look into the classroom again, but my kids were returning, so instead I just texted my mom and best friend about how freaked out I was, and they weren't as intrigued or enthusiastic about it as I was. <laughs> so, hopefully, you guys find it cooler than they did.
when I was 18, I lived in a relatively small city in Kansas. No nightlife and no highways throughout my city. I lived deep in the suburbs in a house at the end of a cul-de-sac. My house was at the very end. There were a lot of twisty turns in a neighborhood to get to my house, and it is unlikely that someone would randomly get there unless they were told how to get there. I always struggled with insomnia, and would stay up late reading or watching anime, and often I would jump out the window and chill outside for a bit of fresh air. I did this all throughout my teens, but around 18, I got a bit confused because I started to notice something that made no sense. I couldn't seem to just chill in my front yard because of the constant traffic in the street, and I didn't want people calling the cops on me for being in my front yard. Constant traffic that was about a car every 10 to 15 minutes, all night long. None of the cars ever slowed down or swerved or stopped at any houses. They simply drove down the road at a normal speed, went around the circle gently, and then left. Now, I was no crazy person. I'd seen The Truman Show and The Matrix and thought immediately of this at the time, but I tried to prove myself wrong. I hid out in the bushes near my street to see if it was the police car driving by or maybe the same car or groups of cars, but what I found was that it was never a police car, never a girl, never multiple people, never someone that looked drunk, never someone crazy looking or like they were looking for something, just some different guy in a different car every time usually the state that I live in as their license plate, but other times it would be states all the way across America. Keep in mind, there were no highways nearby. Other things that I realize now that I didn't think about then is that it is also an older neighborhood with no parties or even people that would go out to parties throughout most of the neighborhood. The closest bar would be about 10 miles away and there would be no reason to go anywhere near my city unless you specifically lived there. Now, I'm open to suggestions as to what was happening, since all mine seemed to be proven wrong when I looked into it more. I'm glad to have found this subreddit, as I've had a few things happen to me, and I am very excited to share and read other stories. I came across this sub recently, and I think this fits here. So, I'm going to this club where I play tennis. When you go in, you receive a ticket from the machine. I always put this ticket in the central console of my car, and then I put it in my pocket. Last year, I did the same, and ended up losing the ticket. I had to go to the administrator's office fill out a form, present the documents of the vehicle, pay around $20, and wait for like an hour to finish all of this process. It's a pain in the ass, so from then on, I am extra careful when I'm going to this place and with the tickets. Like, four months ago, I finished playing. Since I lost my ticket, I've been putting the ticket in my jacket pocket. 
It has a zipper, so I can be sure it won't fall from the pocket as it did before from my shorts pocket. So I reach for my pocket to get the ticket. Nothing. There's nothing in my pocket. I search thoroughly and nothing. It's not like I'm looking for a tiny item in a bedroom. It's a piece of paper in a pocket. I search all my other pockets and again, nothing. I don't want to pay another $20 and waste an hour of my time, so I really, really look for the ticket. Still nothing. There's no doubt in my mind that somehow I must have lost the ticket, but it didn't make any sense. I looked for any holes in my pocket. In every one of them, there were none. The zipper was closed, and I just simply chalked it up to me being absent-minded for a bit, and somehow losing the ticket. Defeated, I just prepared myself for the tedious process of getting a new ticket to finally being able to leave. Heading down, I start to walk towards the administrator's office. I start walking slowly, and I just put my hands in my jacket pocket. Then, lo and behold, there's the ticket. Just there, not... Folded in a corner, it was just there, as I put it three hours before. It was easy to grab and easy to find. I started to put the ticket in my pocket every way I could, to see how I could have possibly hidden it in there. It was just not possible. I searched for this ticket in this specific pocket for over ten minutes, and then later found it in the middle of it. This happened about a month ago, and I still think it's pretty weird, so I've decided to poke to see if anyone else thinks so too. I live in quite a small rural area. It's over an hour's drive to the nearest town through a winding road that is fairly quiet. It's not a busy traffic area at all. Occasionally, I will only come across a handful of other cars on the entire trip. There's also no phone reception through the most isolated part of the road. This stretch winds through a gully for about 35 minutes with no reception. I drive a reliable car that hasn't broken down ever, so imagine my surprise when midway through this no reception stretch late one night, my oil light came on and the car threw up a warning that basically said stop driving immediately and check oil. I pulled over and looked to check to see if it was safe to open my door to get out and check the engine, and that's when I noticed the car across the road. I hadn't noticed it when I pulled over as I was distracted by the oil warning, but it was a company car. With the bonnet up and behind it was a mechanic sign written truck that said roadside assistance. Unfortunately, I don't have roadside assistance, so I just got out and put my own bonnet up. I couldn't figure out what was going on because I don't know anything about cars. By this point, both the mechanic and the lady are like, what are the odds of this happening in the same place? 
and I'm pretty sure they might have thought I had just pulled over because I spotted the mechanic truck. I ended up talking to them for a bit, and as it turns out, the lady had a satellite phone since it was a company car, and so she had reception to call for help. After he fixed her car, he fixed mine enough that I could get home safely, and we carried on. I just think it's weird. I've never seen anyone broken down on that road before, and I've never broken down before in my 10 years of driving, and the odds of us both breaking down in the exact same spot at nearly the exact same time, and her having a mechanic there, was just so weird. If they hadn't been there, I don't know what I would have done. It's the middle of winter, it was dark, and I had no way to call for help. Okay, so this happened a few years ago, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in my art class, and we were to discuss the composition of some pictures. The teacher told us that she had printed the photos on pretty expensive photo paper, at her own expense, so she asked us not to lose them. Printing new photos for every class would be very expensive. She also said that every photo was different, and that she knew who had which photo, so we wouldn't get away with losing them, because she was tired of spending her own money on them. Then, she came around and gave us our photos. Naturally, I was careful not to lose mine, though, when I turned around to look at another student's photo, a breeze blew through the window and I saw my photo fall off my table. I instantly turned back and tried to grab it, but it fell, slided between my backpack and my jacket, which was right next to my backpack. When I lifted it to pick up the photo, I couldn't find it. So I searched around my backpack and on the floor, but the photo was gone. I thought to myself that I was in trouble now. The teacher didn't like me anyways and the participation in the art class was a big part of our grade, and mine wasn't the best, so that could be the nail in the coffin. When the teacher came around again, I wanted to tell her that I accidentally lost her photo, but before I could say anything, she handed me the exact same picture that I had lost like 20 seconds prior. To this day, I have no clue what happened, I was obviously not intoxicated, delusional, or anything like that. I do hope you liked my story, and are as confused as I am. This happened a few hours ago, while my wife was getting ready for bed. A little preface explaining why this knife was where it was. My wife has anxiety and trouble taking pills, so her or I usually cut her anxiety meds in half so she can take them. A couple of nights ago, I cut it up on the nightstand and stuck it with a sheath in the top drawer. This is an approximately 8-inch chef's knife, sitting in a drawer that's maybe two inches longer than that. Tonight, I went to do the same thing. 
I opened the drawer and it wasn't there. I moved some of the random things in and around, but could not find it. I figured I was misremembering where I put it, so I checked the bottom drawer. Not there either. I opened the top drawer once again, and it was sitting right in the middle on top of everything. This kind of freaked me out and gave me full body chills. There's no way that I just would not have seen it sitting right there. My wife was watching as I looked through initially, and was equally as spooked when it just popped up. We tried to figure out a way that I could have missed it, and the only thing we could come up with that makes even a little bit of sense was that it got caught on the top lip of the stand. However, if that were the case, it would have either stopped the drawer from opening or fallen into the bottom drawer. Even if there was some wild way that it got stuck up there, there's a tin that it would have fallen on that we definitely would have heard. And that's it. Neither of us have ever experienced any glitches or anything unexplainable before this. So that was this week's Glitch in the Matrix collection. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. A lot of shorter stories this time around, uh, but I've made it the same length as typical, so... Sometimes you gotta get the shorter stories in there, too. They all deserve a chance, right? Because they're all equally glitchy and weird, in my opinion. Even the small, mundane things can still be weird as hell, so... Hopefully you all enjoyed that. If you did, please hit that thumbs up button. If you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. And if you really, really like my content and want to, like, support me further, well, first off, you can leave a comment down below with the word of the week, which will come in a minute. Or, you can also support me over Patreon or channel memberships, the join button. All of it is optional, all of it greatly appreciated, and for just $1 a month early access, that's eh, a pretty good deal if you ask me. But, you know, that, I'm also a little biased on that. So let's move on to the word of the week. Uh, last week's word of the week, I did not pin anybody's comment, and there's a reason for that. All of you had some amazing comments, of which are actually on the screen right now. I'm not going to read them individually, but I will thank all of you. So thank you, Tiffany Benefield, Bianca B., PA Nightmares, uh, Thomas Anderson, 242 Reads, T. Savon, Thomas Anderson again, because he comments on someone else's comment. And yeah, thank all of you for these amazing comments. You guys all did really well this last week. Uh, if I missed anyone, I do apologize. Please let me know. But yeah, all of you, thank you so very much. Um, and yeah, let's move on to this week's Word of the Week, which is prepare. And that's right, prepare. To make ready beforehand for some purpose use or activity to work out the details plan in advance to put together i think you all know what the word prepare means it basically means to get ready so use it write me a little story if you want and yeah i will prepare for whatever you guys put on my comments <laughs> hope you all have a beautiful day and i hope i'll see you on the next video but until then my lovely friends please sleep well